Brothers and sisters, I was searching for inspiration for this Good Shepherd Sunday, and so I found myself in that place of great delights, YouTube. And I was searching for shepherds calling their sheep. And there was this wonderful little video, I think from somewhere in Sweden or, or Norway, because there were, there were a lot of symbols over the letters of the names in the video that I didn't really recognize. And there was a group of kids who had gathered at this fence of a farm. And you could see on the, the green hill in the distance the little white fluffy blobs of sheep that were very gently grazing out there. And one by one, these kids, you know, maybe middle school, high school, just take turns calling out, hey, sheep, hey, come over here, hey, hey, hey we have some food, we got some care, we got some hay, and they, they call and call and call, and the sheep don't even budge, not even a flick of an ear, not even a raising of a head. So then comes the farmer, dressed in just a, a delightfully unfashion conscious bright orange jacket and he climbs right up to the fence and he starts yodeling not just calling but calling out this cadence this rising and falling sequence of notes and up goes the head of a sheep and another and another and another until the whole flock is listening attentively and suddenly, one in the very back of the flock of the hill starts to move towards the fence, and soon the whole flock, this whole massive woolly wall, comes charging right up to the fence, and all the kids are losing their minds. They cannot believe that this is happening after trying so hard to call to them, because sheep recognize the voice of their shepherd. They come when they are called, because they recognize that voice. They recognize that voice that calls them by name. It expresses relationship, a personal knowing and connection. Jesus, as the good shepherd, calls you and me by name. We, we see it in that appearance outside the empty tomb to Mary Magdalene, or Mary doesn't recognize Jesus until he says her name. Mary. And Mary recognizes the voice of the shepherd. Only one who knows me can say my name with that love, that care, that compassion. For the voice of the shepherd speaks with love. The sheep know that the shepherd has their best interests at heart. Yes, to lead them to restful waters and verdant pastures, but even when it comes time for shearing, that too is an act of love, to remove the, the heaviness of the wool from those sheep so they can skip and go free as the weather turns warmer in the spring. Jesus calls us and speaks with love, yes, to feed us, but also to take from us the heaviness of our own sins that we too can go free. For that freedom is the promise the shepherd gives to the sheep. Follow me and I will give you that abundance of life. And the sheep have seen how the shepherd has followed through on that promise again and again and again. 
And Jesus, the Good Shepherd, does so for us. Calling us to follow Him even through the shadow of the valley of death. Down into the cross, into the tomb. So that we might pass through that as if through a dark valley into the brightness of new life. To find what Jesus promises. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. And this voice of the good shepherd is not some distant echo that we need to go to the hills of Norway to hear. It resounds here in this place at St. Peter's because this parish has followed the voice of the good shepherd. Indeed, followed that voice through the shadow of the valley of death. It's been eight months now since we buried Father Bob. The loss of our pastor is the loss of our shepherd. That's where we get the word pastor from, is one who shepherds us, who leads us. And that loss is something we still grieve, we still feel the edges of. We're still aware that things aren't quite normal, they're not settled. But in the midst of that difficulty, we have heard Jesus calling us. Because Jesus, as always, is the pastor, the true shepherd of this community. He called people by name to assist him in caring for his people, the sheep of his flock. He called good and holy deacons, Deacon Fred, Deacon Anthony, and Deacon Bob, to be here, to be present as ministers of the sacraments and the word to all of us. He called Patty and Tony and all the, the volunteers and, and generous givers who made the whole parish ministry still run, answering the phones, answering emails, manning the RE and RCIA programs to make sure that the faith would still be passed on. The Good Shepherd called priests to be here. Father Larry, Father Perez, Father Joby, Father Paul, even me in the, the little ways that I was able to help so that Jesus could make himself known through the hands of his priests to give his very body and blood as food and drink. For Jesus, through those people, spoke to us with love, speaking to us through the scriptures, the proclamation of the word, speaking to us through the sacraments. And we continued to go to the Bible, to hear God speaking to us, to hear that voice of the shepherd leading us into a forgiveness of sins, leading us into service to our neighbor, leading us into a fullness of life. We fed from the table of the Word and the table of the Eucharist. And in that, we fed on love. For that alone can sustain us through that shadow of the valley of death, that time of doubt and darkness. The sheep follow the shepherd because they know the shepherd will feed. 
will provide, will sustain. And so Jesus has done for us. Because Jesus promises us an abundance of life. And there has been an abundance of life here at St. Peter's. Uh, Not just, of course, every Sunday at Mass, but a a gathering of all those wonderful events of just the life shared together. I I can remember the crowds of people crammed into Margaret Woods Hall on St. Joseph's Day. Everyone wearing red, which made my Irish heart a little nervous just to see not a single shred of green. But that was okay. It wasn't wasn't St. Patrick's Day. It was St. Joseph's Day. He gets a turn. And even in the smaller gatherings of the, the coffee and fellowship after Mass, there is a gathering together, a gathering together around the Good Shepherd that we take delight in one another. We're all sheep of the same flock. That abundance of life was seen in how this parish continued in that work of formation, of making disciples after the heart of Christ. In the RCA program, in, in leading people into that font of baptism, we continued to proclaim that there is life available to all. In the religious education program, we introduced the, the children of our parish to the joy of the voice of the Good Shepherd, that there is a God who made them in love, knows them best, and desires a fullness of life. There's that abundance of life as we see men and women coming together in marriage. The weddings didn't stop this past year. It was great joy to see those families coming together, united in the voice of the Good Shepherd, so they can continue forward into new adventures and paths. The abundance of life that Christ promises spilled out from this place in generous giving, not just to the parish or to the diocese, but to the poor. How often I I walked past the sign-up sheets outside of Margaret Woods Halls to provide meals and napkins and paper plates and utensils to provide meals for the poor and hungry and homeless in our community. But this place would have so much life that it would move to share that life with those who lack it. And, and of course, there's always the scrum around the giving tree, right, when it goes up in Advent, everyone looking for the best tags. Because there is a joy that we all want to share, that we who have received from the Good Shepherd want others to likewise be fed and sustained. Jesus has been the Good Shepherd to this community even in this time of our loss and lack. And he will continue to be. It has been truly a blessing and a privilege for me to see how Jesus has been a good shepherd to this community. And so it it is with a heavy heart that I let you know that this is my last weekend helping out at St. Peter's. that's the bad news. The good news is because it's because Father Swavik will be coming back to help out with the regular masses this month and next as we wait for uh, Father Tuan to come as pastor. And this is only a, a for now, of course. Deacon Fred has my phone number, and I, I doubt very much he's going to be getting rid of it. So I fully expect to be back, and, and that soon, and I, I truly hope so. And I can 
step away because I know it was, it was never me or Father Larry or even Deacon Fred who was leading you. It was always Jesus. Jesus has always been the one in front of us, leading us all to the same abundance of life. Because, brothers and sisters, the Good Shepherd calls you and me by name. He leads us to restful waters and verdant pastures. As sheep of his flock, our paths go together for a time, and we rejoice to be together with one another and with Jesus. There comes a time, though, when Jesus calls us to different places. And even if we should be led to separate pastures, one here, another in a different valley, we're still united in the one voice of the shepherd. We are one flock, led to one life, in one spirit, to the praise and glory of one God and Father of all. When the shepherd calls, we will all come running, myself included. For when the good shepherd calls, we follow wherever he leads.